This is Faith King here on That Effin' Sucks, the podcast where discussions or segments are made talking about events and topics in my life that may have been amusing or events in my life that I may have learned a lesson that I feel can be used as a universal lesson for others. Thanks for tuning in. Please stay for the remainder of the recording and welcome back everyone. Thanks for coming and tuning in for season three. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of That Effin' Sucks here with your host Faith King. And here we're back again after a long time. It's been a long time since I've actually visited my podcast. Um, It's a day after Christmas. Merry Christmas to those who are listening during the Christmas season. Um, And Happy New Year's if you're catching this on a later date. Anyways, so lately I'm just going to give you guys a life update. So lately I've been trying to figure out what I want to do. And if you've been following me or if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, you would know that I've been going through the up and downs of a career. I've been going through the up and downs of education. I've just literally been going through the regular up and downs that any um, 20-year-old or younger might be going through or 18-year-old and up might be going through because I'm only 19 still. haven't turned 20 yet. Um, and not only that, I've been going through some different life changes as well, starting a family, those things, whatnot. Um, so it's just been super hard, super confusing, but at the same time, it's been a journey and I wouldn't change it for the world. So, um, anyway, so what we're going to talk about today is real estate and property and just working in the real estate world. Um, so, so far I've worked in two different positions of like working in the real estate world. I've done property, I did, um, property appraisal and I didn't really get too far into that. I only worked three months in property appraisal. And right now, currently I'm in property management. I'm not the property manager, but I'm a leasing agent for an apartment. And I will say if I had to pick a favorite out of the two, it would be the property appraisal position um, just simply because it was, and I'm not sure if it was just because it was for the county and it was so different, but with a property appraisal, it was more, you were more behind the scenes of everything. You didn't really have to deal with so many people, so many customers, I would say. Um, and that might be different for like a property appraiser that may be doing it um, on their own or through a property appraisal firm compared to people that do it for the county. Because when you do it for the county, it's very different. You um, only take pictures from the outside and kind of appraise it um, just from the things that you know about the house. You don't really get to appraise it for like when it's getting sold. The people that appraise the houses for when it's getting sold are the actual like property appraisals from the firms and things like that. Cause I didn't even have a property appraisal certification, but I guess in the state of Georgia, you don't really need one to work in a property appraisal office, but I think you would have to have certain courses in order to um, actually give a property appraisal for a building. But um, property management, I would say it's not my favorite or it's not the one that I would choose out of the two just simply because you have to deal with residents all the time. Definitely when you work for 
and a par- like a apartment, you have to deal with giving notices, whether it's for an eviction or late payments, things like that. You get a lot of disrespectful residents, which is kind of understanding, but kind of not because at the same time, even when I'm going through a hard time with something that's as, I wouldn't say as little because it seems little to me because it's merely just a job for me. And, but for these people, it's their living situation. So I understand certain things, but it's just like, why come in here and curse me out? I can't do anything. Or they try to belittle me, but it's it's hard to belittle someone that don't really care. Like, I care enough to be like, hey, I'm trying to help you, but I don't care enough to be like, oh, that hurt my feelings. Because you just can't let things hurt your feelings when you're in this kind of job or in this kind of position, whatever the case may be. Um, but uh, now I'm starting, because I want to work in real estate, and I think I've figured that part out of my life. I, I like real estate. I want to do that. Maybe. I don't know. Because even now I'm questioning, like, is real estate the way to go? I've just been having such a hard time. Sometimes I get discouraged. Um, I saw this one Facebook post recently because I'm in this mom's group just because just because they always post some of the most interest, interesting things on Facebook and things like that. But um, this one mom was like, is it worth it to really get into real estate here in this area and those things? And, and this one lady commented beneath, like, it's a very oversaturated thing around here, those kind of things. Because in the area that I'm in, um, it is a coastal area. So I feel like a lot of people think, hey, I can make bank here. A lot of people like to move to the coastal areas. Um, but everyone needs to buy a house. So I feel like it's a job that won't really go out of style. Or I see that it should still have a bright future later on down the line. But at the same time, it's it's just been so stressful. Um, and I'm back. Had to take a call from a prospect because, yes, I am at work doing a podcast recording because I need to go ahead and put out a recording. Um, and plus, it's just really just not that busy today. But um, anyways, I would say, like, going into real estate, it is iffy. It is hard. It is. It takes time. It's time consuming at times. It's hard to even get that separate time from work, from home, and not take away from your personal life and do the courses. But you have to do what you have to do. Because, like, right now I'm only on, like, unit five right now. Um, and that's okay. But um, anyways... Getting back to what I was saying about actually getting into real estate and it being oversaturated, those kind of things. But I just honestly, me, myself, I don't believe that real estate can really be oversaturated. I feel like it's all in what you make it and all in how you take your opportunities. So, and I don't really know how real estate even works yet. Because like I said, I'm only in unit five so far. So I'm not sure about how the selling part goes about. Um, Because right now I just only work in leasing and leasing is very simple. Um, if you've ever leased a place, you obviously know us. You have the, you have the lease that you have to sign. All those different things, deposits, those simple. It's very simple when it comes to leasing. Um, but with the buying house, I'm pretty sure it's maybe a little bit more. Um, can't be too much more, but just a little bit more since you're actually buying something, and you have to get deeds and things of that nature. You know about the deeds part because when working for the county, you get those those uh those records and things like that. 
Um, but no. So, like I said, today we're just talking about real estate. But I'm also going to talk about just career. Because career is so hard. Because, like, sometimes you ever get that feeling where you're just like, I don't even really want to work a 9 to 5, but I want to make money. I feel like everyone, well, maybe not everyone, because some people love their 9 to 5, some people don't. But, like, me personally, I think I get this feeling or this thought every time. And it makes it, not even, it makes it hard for me to keep a job. It just makes it hard for me to know what's for me. Because I'm just jumping around all the time, like, I don't know what I want. I don't know what's best for me. Those kind of things. And it just becomes difficult. And you kind of end up in this loop of you work here for a little bit. You may or may not like it and you leave. You work here for a little bit. You may or may not like it and you leave. And right now, like, I'm just hoping, not even just hoping, but I'm just like in my mind, like the best thing for me, I just feel like if I could be a stay-at-home wife and not have my family in jeopardy financially, I would. But that's just not an option with the economy we have in today's time, plus just the income that most Georgians make in the U.S. because the U.S. is very underpaid, in my opinion, definitely with all the expenses that we have. Um, But no, just that... Plus, everything else about a nine to five is just stressful. It's either that or I want to find out a way to work for myself or just have that life work balance, that life work money and fun balance. Because people say, I mean, like I would like a life work balance, but it's a lot of different things that come with a life work balance. You could end up with less work and have more like more free time in your life but also the thing that come with that would be less finances maybe and I'm just like I don't really want that I don't want to get paid by the hour I just want to get paid by what I'm doing I want to get paid for what I'm doing you know like it it just it makes sense but it doesn't make sense but I just want to cut out this middleman thing of the people above me, they get paid. Because, okay, prime example. So the property owners of this apartment complex, they get paid by their rent. I mean, like the people's rent and things like that. And they pay us by this little piece of check that they give us and call it fair. They're making thousands upon thousands of dollars, (laughs) of dollars, and we get maybe a few hundred dollars a month. Maybe if you're lucky, $2,000 a month. Um, and it's just not worth it. It's just not worth the time that you stay here. And I just hate that I have to stay here. It's, it feels like jail sometimes, just working. Because some people are like, oh, so you don't want to work. No, I want to work, but I want to get paid for my work. And when I don't work... I understand that I won't get paid. Like, I don't I don't understand. It, and it puts me in this mode of feeling like I'm going insane. And, and I just never know what to do about it. And it goes to the point of where I'm on YouTube all the time, trying to figure out, find some answers. Or I'm on Quora. If you've 
If you've ever went through this, I'm pretty sure you've ended up on Quora and you end up listening to all these comments and all these people giving their different stories and things like that. You see some people that have these miracle stories where they became like a, a web designer or a web developer and then now they're like millionaires or some freaking crap. And you're just like, okay. Or they went into real estate. I've seen that. Like right now, all I hear or see is, oh, I became an entrepreneur. I went into IT. And it's always one of the two of those. Or they're like, I'm a content creator. Or they go off the bat and say one of those 10 things that you always see of, how can I make money on my own? If you've ever looked that up, and you know me, in all my episodes, I always do it. But I'm going to look up exactly what I said. How can I make money on my own? All right. What? Okay. And Shopify pops up. And Shopify is very known for the entrepreneurs that use it. Or drop shipping. I think that's what that is. <clears throat> but um, matter of fact, I'm going to click on Indeed. Indeed. Um, it says 20 ways to make money from home plus 45 more work from home ideas. It says become virtual, become a virtual assistant. Where, where, where can you become a virtual assistant? For who will you have to become a virtual assistant for? And will it be any different than working a nine to five? No, it won't. Then the second thing, pet sitting. If you don't like dogs, what can you do? Like, it's just a no for me. But if you love dogs, it might be the perfect job for you. But at the same time that people, you you might already be in a city where it's already, you know, like an, an established business where people already get their dogs at it. Or it says sell your possessions online. If I'm broke, how would I have any possessions to sell online? And how many more possessions can I sell before I have nothing? Just doesn't make sense. But I'm pretty sure they're like... Even though, like, the sell your possessions online, I've seen people where they've done, like, um, couch flipping, where they'll buy couches and they'll fix it up and they'll sell it. Now, that's a smart idea, but it still comes with time, and if you're not really into it, it's, like, not going to be worth it. That's actually a good idea. That's actually a good idea. I might have to write that one down. Um, <laughs> but, like, most of the time, these things be so useless, like, these lists that they give you. But this one I haven't ever seen on Indeed because it came with 20. But then it says tutor students online. No. Like, that's hard to find. These things are hard to find. Then it says start a blog. I have a blog. I don't get paid for it. I And I will say I love doing this podcast just because I like to put myself out there and be so transparent with other people because you never know who's listening and who just needs that person to relate to. Um. And I'm just wanting other people to kind of go down this journey with me, this path with me, and hopefully they gain something from it or can apply something to their path. But um, I've only racked up a weep, a heaping 69 cents from this whole podcast, which is fine. But for every listen I get, I get one cent from Anchor. Yay, Anchor. Um, some people make a living off of it, though. I'm not sure how they do it, but some people do. Um, they gain their listeners over time, maybe. I'm not sure. But, um, anyways, and it goes on to say, make a blog. And if you're large enough with your audience, you could do your blog. You can make money from advertising. 
whatever, whatever, whatever. But I'm just like, how do you gain that? What do you do to make that happen? But you would have to hire someone else to do the advertising for you at the beginning. And it's just hard. You don't really know what to do. Or at least I don't really know what to do. As a podcaster, as a blogger, I don't know how to get my blogs any more uh, readers. I don't know how to get my podcast any more listeners. Um, and if you're a and if you're a podcaster listening to this, from one podcaster to another, keep pushing. Hopefully, if you if you don't have enough listens yet, hopefully you'll gain some. Um, but anyways, it says sales services online. You could do web design, graphic design, link building, programming. Some people become very successful with that. Some people love that. Some like it's really cool. Then it says related how to start your own business in nine steps. Um, not saying that that's not a useful link, but it's just when you're in this. Then because I've I've started all these things sometimes. Sometimes I've used what the internet has given me, and I end up down this rabbit hole of. I don't know what to do. I don't have money to fund what people are telling me to do. People give you advice, but the advice that they're giving you is going to cost. Like, even if you're not paying them directly, the advice that they gave you maybe was to go take some courses. That's going to cost. And if you don't already have a job, what do you do? (sighs) It's so crazy. But no, it says sell consulting services. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm going to just name off some more. Launch an online store. Some people can become very, you know, successful with that. Some people don't. Some, A lot of people I knew sold lash, lashes at the time. I'm not sure if anyone has been a part of that epidemic where everyone was selling lashes. And I mean everybody. Everybody was selling, selling lashes, whether they were short, long, thick, big, skinny. Um, and whether people bought them or they didn't, it's just like... It was either lashes or lip gloss. And I'm just like, it just became such an oversaturated thing. Even within just the small community that I'm in. It's just like... Then it came to the point, well, the hair store is selling them for $2.00. You're selling them for $10. Why would I take, rob rob myself of the $8 that I didn't have to spend to buy the same lashes from you that I could have bought at the hair store for $2? Those kind of things irked my nerves. And some people are like, well, you just have to support them. And I'm just like, I have to support myself too. I'm not going to rob myself to support someone else. So, I don't know. But anyways, and then it says, sell your expertise by offering webinar webinars. But I'm just like, nobody has a real expertise. You could say that you do. But at 18, I do not. I mean, at 19, I do not have an expertise. I'm not an expert in anything. Um, I would literally be ripping people off. And that is what that means. I know everyone has ran into those things where they're like, if you just buy my course, if you just buy my webinar... Or whatever those craps may say. And they'll be like, you'll be an entrepreneur by night. I mean, overnight or some mess like that. You'll be a millionaire by tomorrow. Like, things like that. They're ripping people off. I'm not going to do that. That's unethical. I'm not going to do it. Manage social media accounts for small businesses. I don't even know anyone that manages 
social media accounts. Some of these things just sound so make-believe to me. And it's just because I've searched for the opportunities in all of these things, but I just never found it. And I, I really don't know what else to do. Create online courses. Same thing, like I said, the webinars where people, they sell these courses, they sell these webinars. They, like the webinars and the courses, it just be a scam. Because you end up maybe, you might learn something from it, you may not. Like, I don't want to scam people. I don't want to rip people off. Um, sell affiliate marketing offers. Don't even know what that means. Moving on. Launch a podcast. Here I am. I've launched a podcast. I've had this podcast for over six months now. Well, no, it's been six months. Yeah, I didn't even know I've reached my six-month anniversary already. But um, it's been six months. I've made 69 cents. My podcast has just become monetized. But at the same time, patience is key. Or what they say, patience is a virtue. So you never know. Um, who knows? Next In the next two years, I might be looking back at this and being like, oh my gosh, I just made money from my podcast. I'm actually making money from it. Who knows? But um, anyways, it says get a babysitting job. Now me, myself, I can say and really... So, my husband and I, we've been running a baby, like, a babysitting daycare thing out of our house for, uh, like, about two months, I would say. About two months. And I would say we do make some real bank off of it. Some real bank, I would say. And we only have about four to five kids every other day. And it's not that bad. I would say it's really just not that bad. Um, I mean, you don't have your home to yourself, but... You make a good bit of cash. And then on the side, he has his regular babysitting jobs that he do, um, that he does. And those make pretty decent money as well. And it keeps us afloat. So I, I'm not going to crap on that. I'm not going to crap on that one, the babysitting. Babysitting is something that everyone needs. Everyone needs child care. I don't think you can ever have too much child care. Um test websites. I don't know. But thing is, I know people, they're like, well, you're pointing out some of these that work. But that's just from my experience. I'm not going to tell you guys anything works. Definitely if I haven't tried it for myself or I haven't seen it happen in front of my eyes. Um, yeah. But it says test websites, another way to make money. I've tried this and I didn't get hired or picked or whatever the crap may be. Um, I just don't know. Maybe in the bigger cities, they might have these real opportunities where you actually get to go somewhere and you get the opportunity to do that. But I don't know. Um, and it, was, it says, like, perform, like, data entry. I believe you can definitely make money from this. If you have the credentials for it, you can definitely make money from that. Anyways, it says become a freelance writer. If you have strong writing skills, this may be a path you want to consider. That's what it says. And if you don't have an online portfolio or if, uh, of published writing already, you may consider offering to write a few pieces for free in order to build a portfolio. That's a good idea, Indeed. Hmm. Also, this is not sponsored by Indeed. This is not sponsored. Um, but anyways, it says offer proofreading services. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you can make money from that. I've made money from helping people out with their schoolwork. Um, 
but I've never done proofreading services. But it says rent out a room in your home. See, now this is where I crossed the line. They were doing good until they reached 20. Do not rent out a room in your home. Why? <coughs> Excuse me. Why in 2020 are we having to give up our comfort of our homes, our security, our our peace, our secrecy of our home and renting it out to people for money? That is a shame. Like, it might be convenient. It might be convenient for the person that's renting it out. And you might actually make some bank or some cash off of it, depending on where you're living at. But why? Like, why? Just why? No, that's where I cross. It says, listing a spare bedroom on a vacation rental website can provide easy income. You can make it. That is it's easy. But mentally, I would not be able to do that. Just having some stranger. That is how people die. I'm surprised I have not heard of cases of that. Like, I just feel like that is a prime way of how someone could die in my mind. Anyways, um, sounds like my worst nightmare of dying. I was so broke. I had to run out my room. And now this person in here has killed me. Terrible. Um, let's see what other ways they say we can make some money. Um, da, 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 da. Pick up some freelance work online. We've already seen that. Oh, wow. And I'm on NerdWallet now. So now they, they on NerdWallet, they have the total time it can take, the setup, and how easy it is to start and how fast you'll get paid. Varies by site. You know what? I'm going to try these things. And I'm going to make an episode. Well, I'm going to try one. And while I'm doing it, I will make it an episode of me doing it and see if I actually make some money from these things. Because I'm just like, I feel like y'all are lying. And I'm going to call these people out. I'm like, nerd wallet, you lied. But no, it says pick up freelance work online, make money online through websites such as Upwork, Fiverr, Freelancer.com. These sites offer opportunities to do a variety of freelance jobs such as writing, programming, design, marketing, data entry, and becoming a virtual assistant. Wow, have we heard that somewhere else? We have. Um, yeah, so it says the total time it could take. It can take a while to get your first gig and to um, translate a while, maybe never, but you might get something that might be a scam. Anyways, the setup could be about 24 hours. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's like because you have to get approved or what. Yeah. How easy is it? Is, uh, how easy to start? Easy if you have the expertise. What is the expertise? It's not easy then. Easy if you have the expert. It's not easy. Even if you have the expertise, I don't feel like you should put the word easy in front of that. Because obviously they have to go through some time, some training, some courses to get that expertise. Why are you lying? Anyways, how fast will you get paid? varies by site okay yeah and that is true so i've actually had a upwork and a fiverr account and i've put things on there like data entry never got never got chosen for anything i put things on there like freelance writer but i'm not a freelance writer even though i put like i will do a free one for you bah, 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 bah. never got that um yeah all right requirements have to be at least 18 for Upwork and you have to be at least 13 for Fiverr and for freelancer.com you have to be at least 16. Um yeah, so 
any at any age range from 13 to 18, which is about the time that you start thinking about making some money. Um, sometimes people are younger, but anyways, it's just those kind of things. It's just like, I don't know. Anyways, we're on to number two. So they're saying you could test websites and apps. We already went over this on Indeed. I wish I came here first compared to Indeed because they actually give you websites that you can go to. And I like that. I like that. I'm really going to test some of these out. Like, I really want to try. Anyways, so they're saying you could test websites on usertesting.com. And you can get paid on, like, for how your thoughts. So pretty much you're like a a, a website critic. Um and it doesn't enclose the exact amount. But anyway, anyways, the total time they could take it, the approval time can vary. The setup can be less than an hour. How easy to start? Easy if you have the tech gear and complete a sample test. And the age threshold is 18 and plus, and you can get paid within seven days. Hmm. Interesting. I never heard of this website. The When I tried to test websites, it was through somebody else. I can't even remember. Um. Okay, requirements, the age, computer, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Anyway, so, and it says, okay, number three, it says pick up task on Amazon's Mechanical Turk. Never heard of this. So, I feel like, so, so far, Nerd Wallet is giving us the most uh, reliable answers, even though I haven't tried any of these, but I feel like they're very convincing. They have like a whole paragraph about some other crap that I'm not going to read. And it gives, like I said, it gives you total time set up, how easy to start age and all that stuff, how fast we get paid. Um, anyways, it takes up to 30 days to possibly get paid from Amazon's mechanical Turk. Um, don't even know what they do. Um, really you're a worker there. Um, where you're transcribing videos, tagging images, and classifying receipts. Doesn't sound fun at all. It says, good way to make quick money online. I would say I compare it to DoorDash without the food and without the driving. Um, yeah. <clears throat> no, not a fan of it. Not to crap on DoorDash. Or DoorDash is a good way to make some, you know, some fast cash. Sometimes it's really fun. Get to watch movies while you drive around them. Send people their food. Yeah. Anyways, take surveys for money. I know. So, I don't know if anybody has ever ran into inbox dollars where you have to make at least $5 before you can cash out. And it takes an eternity to even get those $5 because they pay you one cent per answer that you might give. So, I don't, I don't, I just don't. And I, I'm even doing one for Google. And I haven't even gotten my $2 yet. And it took me so long to get it. And I told them to pay me to my certain account. They didn't even give me my $2. Like, I've tried these things. The surveys, definitely some rip-offs. Swag bucks, rip-off. Survey junkie, rip-off. Then they try to get you like, buy stuff. Yeah, like I said, survey sites. At least, see, at least NerdWallet tells you. They're real. It says survey sites don't typically offer a big payout. True. Very true. Okay. Number five, make money from your blog as an affiliate. Like I said, I have a blog. It's not so great. Um, well, I'm not getting anything from it. It says, if you're a blogger who gets decent traffic, I don't. You can make money by joining an affiliate network. Affiliates, that's you, get paid when someone clicks you from the website to the partner site and buys something there. 
So pretty much you get paid off of marketing. So if there's an ad on your blog and someone clicks it and they buy something, then you get paid. But I'm just wondering, who is clicking on the who is clicking on these things? Are you a blog clicker? Are you an ad clicker? Do you want scams on your Windows Mac? Is that what it's called? Anyways, yeah, like do you want do you is that, is that what you want for yourself? You deserve better. Stop clicking on well no, don't stop because some people are getting paid for that. But I'm just like you you are a risk taker. You are a risk taker. Anyways, <clears throat> it says you can get um paid within a month or two on average. And it could take a while to build a build up an audience. But I feel like if you have no time, I mean if you have all the time in the world and you can make these blog posts. I feel like you will gain an audience because I feel like the more that I post, the more that people do read. So I feel like maybe I've been very slack with the blog and maybe I should do better. I just think maybe, maybe I'm starting to starting to see some things about myself while reading these. Maybe I should just work harder because if people are really making money from these, I'm, I'm maybe just not trying hard enough. Anyways, sell your wares on Etsy. So if you're making jewelry, embroidery, pottery, some people actually make some real money off that. They have Etsy stores, but some people, are, that's just like hard money to make. It's hard, but some people can do it. Some people can't. It's not for everyone. Um, getting, okay, number seven. <clears throat> getting advertising revenue from your blog or YouTube channel. I think they meant to put vlog because they already said blog earlier. So vlog now. So, anyways, everyone knows about the YouTube channel thing. Everyone has tried it, it seems. I feel like everyone has had that point in time where they tried to do YouTube. And it just didn't turn out because you tried to record off of your iPhone 6 at the time. And tried to post videos. Some people got successful off of those. Some people did not. Some people started on Vine, Musical.ly, those different kind of things. TikTok now. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. Kudos to those people that do it. Not my cup of tea. I tried making videos before. It's just not for me. I I might try it again later on in life, but it is hard. No doubt about it. Anyways, become an Instagram influencer, whatever. Um, not that easy. It's a very competitive uh, platform. You'll need to stick with it. The setup is quick and easy. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, monetize your Twitch channel. Okay? Yeah. So, if you play video games, because I've, I've heard of Twitch before, but I was like, what is this? What is Twitch? Um, some people make money off of it. I would say that's in the same category as the YouTubing platform. Um, you could get paid monthly, and it is easy to start, but takes a while to build a following. Yeah. So... Anyways, you could sell your photography, um, like, okay, you could sell your photography on Smug Mug, 500px, and Photo Shelter. So if you are one of those talented, artsy people, take a shot at it. I'm not here to discourage anyone from making some money. But anyways, so now it has this category called how to make money from home. Become a dog walker or a dog sitter. So you have to build a client base, whatever, whatever. You could do that easily through Facebook. Facebook is where it's at. 
Because that's where your money makers are at. When it comes to stuff like this, when it comes to like the personal stuff where you actually have to see people face to face, Facebook is where it's at when it comes to these service jobs. Because that's where people will get in contact with you. Um, you know, that's matter of fact, while I'm speaking of that. So, so I've recently, uh, I've, so I've made a website and I've been doing some advertising for it, but it's a cleaning, uh, a cleaning service, but I haven't really gotten any inquiries from it. I've got this one weird call from this man from Yelp. But he was just trying to sell me something. He wasn't really trying to, like, it wasn't anything. Yep, I have zero responses. Nobody has put in any work requests for me. I've had it for about a month now. Um, but I maybe could do a little bit more advertising. Anyways, I had this one guy. He put in a response for it. He put in, like, a work request. But he was, like... A few cities over. I was willing to make the drive, but he said he found someone else. It's always that because it's always competition when it comes to the services. Definitely if you're towns a few towns away. And definitely if you're in a small town. Anyways, it says sell unused gift cards. I don't even know. Okay. I don't even know. This sounds like scamming. Um... Make extra money by selling unused or partially used gift cards on a site like Card Cash or Gift Cash. These websites say they will pay you up to 90%, 92% of the card's value on Card Cash. You can also trade in your card for one you'll use. I don't even know. That sounds weird. Um, Listen to your spare... Oh, no. List your spare bedroom on Airbnb. No. Stop advising people to do... No. No. Like, so they want... I know. No. No, don't do that. I'm sorry. I'm telling you, don't do that. No. Anyways, now we're on the little category where it says how to make money offline. We're on number 14. Sell your gently used, gently used clothes. To an extent, this could possibly make you some money. To another extent, it could possibly only pay for your gas and maybe a loaf of bread. So do what you do. Um, trade in old phones, electronics for cash. Now, now what, like now what I'm hearing is when you're at your last, like your last resort, that this is what I'm hearing. Trade in old phones. This is what I would do if I'm missing rent. And I have nothing else. Yeah. Um, you could do it at the little kiosk. Um, what is it? The eco ATM kiosk where it offers you cash on the spot for your device. Yep. I've seen people do that. I've done it before. Yeah. At a last resort i would say do that um anyways it says get a babysitting gig earlier we spoke about that um and here it says no if any, if you have any specialized skills such as cpr certifications it can make yourself more marketable so if you were a teacher before i would say you can definitely make more money in babysitting compared to an actual teaching job and you could do the same thing that you were doing in your classroom but literally just cutting out the, the middleman you would have to get certain uh licensing maybe maybe a different building or you maybe even have to come have somebody come check out your house definitely if you're going to have a certain amount of kids um yeah like i don't i don't know me personally i wouldn't care to have a babysitting thing run out my house forever 
But I would like it to be the house that I own that I do what I love because the house that I rent now is so small and it is like, it's so small just for me and my husband. So just imagine like five kids running around your house. It's so exhausting. But um, if you are a teacher or if you have any other like little certifications, I would say use those to the fullest. Like you could be so marketable and you could definitely gain like that babysitting money. Um, I feel like it's a really good, a really, really, really good service to do. And you can make a lot of money from it. Like you can make tons of money from that. If you have a big house, you could literally get 10 kids in your house and be making over a thousand dollars a week, even though it takes money to feed kids, but that's okay. And you can even hire someone else to help you work at your house. Cause we've done that. We've hired one of the teachers and so he doesn't have to be at home all day. It really, it really is a good idea. I would, I would try to convince anyone to do it. Good idea. Rent out your car. Here's one of those things where I'm like, this is so personal to me. I just feel like it's running out my underwear when I'm doing or thinking about doing any of these things. If that's all that you can do, or if that's what you want to do, do that. I don't even like having other people drive my car. It's weird. No, but, um, do that task rabbit, um, where you do like a different tasks online, um, where you could help people with research project or a data entry project. Um, and you get paid a few days after the job become a private tutor. I've tried this when I was in high school. Maybe it didn't go that well because I was in high school. Um, I couldn't get anyone. I had classmates, but their parents were not going to pay me just because I had a honor roll. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. That was that. Drive for Uber or Lyft. Like, I've been trying. I will say, I've been trying to push the entrepreneur thing since I've been a kid. When I figured out I could hook up printers and old people didn't know how to hook up printers, I was like, oh, I'm about to make some money off of this. But I... I feel like I just don't have the good marketing skills. So I'm gonna, I think I'm going to have to find someone and pair up with them and try to get them to market me. Whatever I might come up with next. But anyways, that. Well, no, actually, I ran into this thing called Canva. I know we use it for the apartment here. Um, and I feel like it's a really good marketing system because it can kind of help you schedule things out and have different posts getting out and all those different things. And I feel like once I learn how to market for myself in whatever I want to do, then that's when the best will happen for me. So anyways, drive for, drive for Uber or Lyft. Really good. I feel like, and that's what it says here. It says it depends on your market demand. It really depends on what city you're in and if people really have a demand for a ride. Um, you you can get paid very fast with that. You can make deliveries for Postmates, DoorDash, Amazon Flex, Uber Eats, whatever. Those you get paid by very fast. You can get paid immediately, same day, same hour. Um, find work as a house sitter. I've tried and tried and tried. So I've only been a house sitter one time, but it was kind of house sitting plus dog sitting. And it was with my husband and it was kind of for like some friends. So I don't know if this really counts. But they were, they paid us. So, yeah. Um, 
It was kind of like a staycation that we kind of got paid for. I'm not even going to lie. It was awesome. And that's why I'm like, if I could find house sitting all around, I would. But I cannot find that. Like, it's, it's hard to find. Anyways, sign up to be a mystery shopper. I don't know. It says IntelliShop, Bestmark, Sinclair, and Customer Metrics. Just beware of scams and do thorough research before signing. No, see, no, don't do that. I don't like hearing scam. Find seasonal work. So I've worked with the temp, a temp uh, service, but usually with temp services, they try to get you the temp to perm. Um, which I don't find I thought like I don't find a problem with that, but I do these temp the temp jobs because I don't want a permanent nine to five job. I don't I just don't want that for myself. I don't want to be stuck under someone. I don't want to have to follow so many darn rules that are set by someone else. And sometimes I don't know why these rules are set. And it's not just not want to follow rules, it's just like I said, I just want to cut out this middleman in my life. Put your drone to work. Number 25. We're on number 25 of how to make money. They're like, oh, it's it's ways to make money out here. That's what they're trying to push. I have like 10 minutes till I'm off work. Anyways, watch out for making money scams. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're skipping the drone one. I don't know. But it says watch out for making money for making money scams. The internet is full of opportunities to make money online or from home, but there are questionable, if not outright scams. Be wary of your opportunity that asks for an upfront fee and wants you to pay for certification or request your social security number or any financial information such as your credit card number. Beware. As soon as I turned 18, I went out into the world and was like, I need a job and I need one now. Like, I need this. I need a job. So that's how I went out to the world. I was like, okay. I'm 18, I can get a big girl job and work 40 hours a week. I was happy about it. I was happy about it. No, no, no. I'm not happy about it now. But anyways, I was like, yes, I can finally get a big girl check. I'm tired of these $200 to $300 checks. Tired of it. Um, So, ouch. I just like whipped my neck so hard. That was hard. That hurt. But um, anyways, so as soon as I turned 18, I popped to this one job. And I feel like these ones are really so aggravating because I feel like they get so many people. And like right now, it's one on Indeed and it's called Detail Marketing. That's all it says, Detail Marketing. And it'll tell you that you can make absurd amount of money. Like, And me being, you know, just naive and thinking, you know what? I can get this job. No, who says that I can't make this amount of money? And I didn't listen to my husband, who was just a boyfriend at the time. He was like, don't do that. That sounds like a scam. And I was like, no, do you not think that I can make this amount of money? Wow. How misogynistic of you. But really, he was just trying to save me because, lo and behold, it was a scam. Good thing they did not get anything off of me, like a social security number or nothing like that. Um, because I kept asking, can I come to your physical office? Can I come to your physical office? And once they tell you no or we don't have a physical office, that's where it gets sketchy. Because I'm like, hmm. Some people just don't have physical offices. But they, they'll they get you on this video call. And it's so weird. And you're on there for like a few hours. And I'm like, you guys get paid to do this, to waste your life to do this. I don't even know what it is. 
still don't know what it is. Or there, or you get wrapped up in the insurance one, the life insurance. That's like tough too, because I'm just like, I don't know what to do. Some people might make money off of that. I don't see myself doing Um, But anyways, I will end this podcast with, it is ways to make money out there. And in no way I am trying to put anyone down by saying, oh, it's no way to make money. It's just, it may be money out there, but you may have to work harder for it. You may have to get uncomfortable to become comfortable. And that is a note to you as it is a note to me. So, and also while you're out there on your journey of trying to find ways to make money without getting so locked in with the nine to five, eight to five, or five to three, or 12, or 10 twelves, what is it? Not 10 twelves, or they'll have the four... Four tens where you do like 10 hour shifts or you do like three twelves. But before you get wrapped up in those, just really, really consider what you really want to do and look out for those different options and see what skills you already have to offer and see if you can probably apply those to some kind of some kind of makeshift something that you can do. And maybe look into hiring somebody for marketing if you have that kind of money to do that. Because I, I think that's what I'm going to do. Or I'm going to try to learn how to do marketing on my own. But um, anyways, that is the end of this podcast. Be careful for the scams. Do not give your social security or credit card numbers away to anybody. Good luck. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to another episode of That Ever Sucks here on season three and come back for the next episode in about a few weeks. And I hope you guys are blessed, lucky and happy. Be safe. Bye bye.